Okay, people, and we're back. Another episode of Paving a Path podcast. And before we get into all that, uh, a couple announcements to make. Announced February 28th, my solo record under Jordan Miller Sounds will be coming out. Super stoked for that. By the grace of God, we have finished it, people. We have finished it. Uh, got another single coming out from that record this Friday. Uh, I haven't made much noise about that, but it's coming. It's coming. So yeah, Howie Native still tracking. Gonna be uh, sending that stuff off to mixing really soon. Episode 13, here we are. Lone Hollow Duo. Riley Bourne, Damon Adkins. And let me tell you folks, these are the real deal. Holy field duo right here. Awesome people making some killer music. They're even gonna debut this little intro song that we got bumping at the end of this. It's a live recording. Stoked for that. So yeah, let's get into it. This is episode 13 with Lone Hollow Duo on Paving a Path Podcast. I haven't talked to you guys in forever. I know, this should be good. I caught up a little bit with Damon, but I haven't had a chance to catch up with you. What have you guys been up to? Well, <laughs> just trying to write songs, trying to practice all just, that stuff. Yeah, we uh, we were in the studio right before Thanksgiving, and then the last two months we've kind of been well, a month and a half, um, spending a lot of time with our family and just kind of chilling. So now we're like back into grind mode. Yeah, yeah, writing and how's the studio going? It was good the day we were in there. Um, I don't know. It seems like it's kind of moving slow at this point, so we're kind of going to need to like reassess probably but um yeah we just booked some shows with sam he's going to come into town sam morrow and uh we'll do those yeah it's been good for now i feel like the the studio is always such like a it feels like a slow process you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's well things are fast and then they're slow right it doesn't matter it could be playing or yeah it's like when it's fast it's awesome it's moving and then it gets slow and you kind of just like well dang it seemed like in the initial excitement of everything, yeah, you know, and then, and then like you either a get off stage or the session's over, and then you're like, well, shit, what do we do now? And then it's like, oh yeah, we got to go back to like booking gigs and getting back out there and keep playing and stuff. How many tracks did you guys right. lay down when you went in? We only cut two that day, but it was kind of fast because those were like the two that we had just recently written. Like we wrote one of them with our friend, Will Jones, like a week before. And so we didn't really have like anything sussed out yet. And we kind of just went in there and like did it. And we were like, cool. That's Um, badass. But that's not usually what we do. Like, especially when we had access to Segway, we would sit on songs and change them, you know, for a year. Um, Which way was more fun for you guys, do you think? I think they both have their benefits. Yeah, it's been strange because... Like for me, this was sort of an in-between for my past experiences. Like my first record, I didn't know what was going on. So I like had zero say in the production of the songs and pretty much anything. I mean, it was great, a great experience for me. But then Segway, we built everything from the ground up. And so this was kind of a in-between. Yeah. Well, we always had time to dwell on it. We've we've written it and then we've tried to record it right off the bat. And it's just never been what we wanted. Yeah, but we've also never been in the environment that we were in. Where we all at again? We were at Farmland. Farmland. That's in town, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's like right off of Grandview. Okay, 
Do you guys, yeah. do you guys like have plans to keep going back to Segway, or is that kind of like that's a, kind of out of the picture now? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of over. Um, that was awesome while it lasted, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we took advantage of it. Um, mm-hmm. Like putting out that record is kind of just like a well, the EP is kind of a moment in time, you know, yeah. which will always be cool. Yeah. So, did you guys meet at Segway? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when y'all moved to town, did you know like you wanted to go to Segway for school? Is that what you moved to town for, or I was gonna move anyway. Um, but I had known Guthrie prior to, and he was like, "Well, um, we're starting this thing," and kind of just explained everything to me, and was like, "You fall into the age group and the type of like person that we're looking for to go in there. I think you could benefit from it." So. For me, that was kind of if officially the deadline. I was like, okay, I knew I was going to move. Now I'm going to go. Yeah, it's set in stone. Yeah, like this year. And was that 2017? I think so. Yeah, January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so three years ago. Is is that Guthrie's school? He was a, yeah. like he was a, a teacher, like mentor in yeah. it. And he was kind of heavy on the front end. So yeah, he was involved a lot early on. Yeah. So how when you guys, like, you started going to school there, did... How many people were in the class? Uh, there was 10. 10? Yeah, yeah, I think 10. Did So when you guys went into the class and you went to Segway or you moved to town, were you like, I want to be in a duo or I want to be in a band or I want to be a solo artist? Like, what was what was y'all's vibe for that? The vibe was very, it's like, um, I don't know how to describe it. It was a cool space that we all got to hang out, right, and stuff. And it was like the Breakfast Club or like the Bad News Bears. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of great things happened and then a lot of bad things. Not bad things, but like a lot of just like... a learning curve. Yeah, just yeah. learning stuff. Like yeah. we would do cool things in the studio and it'd be like, awesome. Now we know to do that. And then we'd be like, oh, let's not do that again yeah. ever. Right. You know? But I don't think either one of us wanted to be in a duo per se. I wanted to play guitar and I like singing and writing. And she does the same. Yeah. And then... But were you, were you focused like strictly on just playing guitar though? Is that something like I think you that's always town? been my priority. Yeah, I mean I like the writing and the singing, and I like going back and forth. But guitar is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, and that I mean that's why I came. Right. Essentially. Yeah. Well, initially, um, we did have a few m- mutual friends. Um, I don't know if every single one, but like he had met Guthrie before once or something, and um, we both kind of knew a few people that he also knew. And so I think I knew that you, you were coming to Segway. Yeah. Cause we were like, what, what is this? Like, I'm unsure of what we're even doing. Like we're supposed to show up at this building, like whatever. <laughs> and then, um, we would have time to write and then we would each have to bring in our own stuff and kind of assess it out and rehearse and record like just for fun, just to work on it. And I think we both kind of like respected each other's stuff. So like, if you can, you know, me sitting in the classroom, like hearing whiskey woman for the first time. I'm like dope, you know? (laughs) So yeah, I liked that. And like, I feel like he felt the same way about my stuff. And then when we started writing, it was kind of like, well, this is cool. Like clicked. Yeah. 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 It was, I wasn't planning on a duo either. Really. I didn't know what I was going to do, but you kind of, I mean, it grows that way. Yeah. You got a thing with 10 people, right? you know, like little, it's not clicks really. Cause we all got along. I still get along with everybody that was in it, but you kind of gravitate towards, likewise interests or sure and i'm i'm sure a lot of like those people in that class were they on the same like spectrum of like moving to town like you guys were and it was kind of a variety but overall everybody was pretty new i think yeah for the most part yeah that's pretty wicked man i mean just to 
because when if you move to Nashville and you don't really have like this thing, you just move here mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? But right. at least you guys had somewhere to go and like collaborative people doing the same creative stuff that you wanted to that they wanted to do. It was a mutual thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. We've, I mean, we're still yeah good friends with everyone in it and um, hoping for the best. So at what for point, us and for them? <laughs> yeah. At what point were you guys like, hey, this is this is something like we should probably try to work on a little bit more? Was it? I don't know if it kind of just naturally progressed. Because even when we maybe? started, yeah, even when we started writing, and uh, you know, he learned all my songs. I think I, I had a like a small gig at Acme at like five o'clock in the afternoon or something, and I was like, asked him if he wanted to play, um, and so that was fun. And then I thought, okay when this happens, like I'm going to ask Damon every time, you know? And for me, I look up to female artists that like, they don't necessarily say like we're a duo or whatever, but when you see Gillian Welch, you see David Rawlings, Mm -hmm. like they're like, right. It's just them, like the picture of them on stage or like Emmylou Harris and Rodney Kroll. It's like the same. So to me, that's always been cool. Mm -hmm. Like to think like, well, if I hear something that Riley's done, like, that's probably Damon Atkins on guitar or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a creative process. And yeah. I, think, I think when you click like that and you've got one person or multiple individuals, like it's just easy to to want to do that more. And then like you're saying, it, it's yeah. just it's just natural almost. Mm-hmm. So that well, was yeah. a thing like I kind of maybe had in the back of my mind and didn't realize it until moving here. And I was like, well, this is really cool. Like, yeah. So, yeah, we both wanted to pursue it. But Do you think... Um, I mean, obviously, Segway was one for you guys, but, you know, what's something in your mind you feel that Nashville has helped with your, not just your music career, but your music in general, maybe your creative process, like you're talking now, that you can't really get anywhere else? I think the thing that you can get here that you can't get anywhere else is you can go out and meet somebody really cool every night, probably. You can go anywhere and meet some dude that you've jammed with or somebody you've seen jam that you've been like, damn, that guy's awesome. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, if you walk up to that person and you're like, man, I've seen you play. It's awesome. They'll chat with you. And I mean, you know, like being willing to spend 10 to $12 is not always my go-to because I'm a broke musician out here just like everybody else. (laughs) But if you kind of pull that, you know, and you go and you're like, all right, I'm going to spend 15 bucks on just some cheap beer and hang out and just see who's here and talk to whoever. Right. That's actually been super beneficial and you know i'm not going to do that in mount airy north yeah. carolina i mean i'll go see some buddies and some cool people but not people that are probably going to get me gigs right right yeah yeah that's amen. what i like about it amen, <laughs> amen. Now, you know I don't, I don't do that every day and I, I did it a lot more early on when i wasn't playing at all and didn't know anybody yeah. now i think right. the cool thing about being here and i don't know if it's nashville or not but you kind of see your friend group grow because mm-hmm. you move here and you don't know anybody right and then you have this school and then you make a friend and then you start doing your thing and then you start playing shows and you have p- other bands and then you meet, yeah. you know, the highway natives. Right. And then you become buddies and then you Plug. rehearse at their spot. <laughs> or, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Them? Yeah. And then, you know, my buddies and I know your buddies. Yeah, and then, it's super cool, man. Yeah. Because it, it's almost. I don't know. It It's not. I'm trying to figure out how to like equivalent it to something because it's not like going to high school. Like, at least it's not for me. Like you go, or grade school or college or whatever, you know, because you make friends that way and you may have one or two, but here it's like we're all striving to like reach this goal and our 
and everybody is different individually, mm-hmm. but it's cool to see everybody, like you're saying, in that friend group that you've met, continue to build or just be like, I go out and then I see you or I see Riley or I see somebody out at a show and I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. it, I think it comes back also to just moving to a new town and like making friends in general. You know, it's just a good feeling, like being yeah. able to go out and know somebody rather than, you know, going out by yourself every night and really not running into anybody or you try to meet people and it's not working out. So, yeah, I definitely think Nashville plays plays a part in that. Do you feel, and this is a question for both of you, that um, if, say, you were back in Mount Airy, or you're from Illinois, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you were back in Illinois, you know, would music full-time be you know easy not necessarily easy but would it be something Uh, that you probably would you know take that leap no I don't think so I mean I think I would get sick of it real quick you know why is that um just because there's only so many places you can play I mean I guess you could tour based out of there too but it just I just don't think it would happen like I just think I would fall so hard into a routine that I wouldn't push myself like I would here. Yeah. Um, because I've lived it many times in which things just kind of come up during the week or like, can you, you know, play the airport like tomorrow or can you come sit in with me tonight? Yes. Like you have to be here for those things. Um, so yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing for me is realizing that like, no matter how much I miss my family and everything, um, you just need to be here. That's what sets you apart, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think speaking off of that, I think Matt Drummy was saying this the other day on his Instagram story, but he was talking about how just living in Nashville creatively makes you want to be better because everybody's so freaking good. Yeah, it makes you rise to the occasion. And I feel sure. like that plays a part in it too because back home you're probably like, eh, you know, whatever. I could, yeah. you know, practice a little bit and go out and play. And, <laughs> I think you know, that's a big part of it, man. Like... I think you can come here and you can go out and see a band and I don't care how good you are. You can see somebody better than you play tonight somewhere. Any night. And that's either going to discourage you or it's going to make you want to work harder. And that's kind of your answer. If it discourages you, then maybe it's not your deal. Right. Right. But also I think the thing that I've learned most recently, um, it's so easy to just talk shit about stuff Right. And I'm very guilty of it. So I'm calling myself out. That's but. social media. Yeah, it is. <laughs> man. Internet, it, man. You know, it's just so it's so easy to be like, I, I could do that. I could yeah. do that better. I could write a better song than that. About anything. Right. And it doesn't even have to be true. You just get caught up in it. I think my the the best thing that I've tried to do lately is to like appreciate everything for what it is and to be like, you know what, that's actually pretty badass. Like, give credit yeah. where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, and that's I mean it's the easy way out is to say something smart or whatever. And I've done it. I've done it. But I'm trying to be, you know, appreciate things and I'm learning more from it and I'm getting better because of that. You're looking at it the right way, man. I I mean, because like you said, everybody's been guilty of it. I've definitely been guilty of, you know, maybe a certain style or a certain type that I'm just not a big fan of and I say something about it. But at the end of the day, that individual might be making a hell of a lot more money than me or something. (laughs) So, you know, they're doing something right. Yeah. You know, who am I to say what's right and wrong anyways at the end of the day? Yeah. So to people listening, what what would you describe Lone Hollow Duo's music as? Uh, this is like the hardest question for us, I well, think. I don't I'm I afraid. want to interrupt you there too because I was 
I was talking to Damon about this uh, when you guys had finished up your EP, and he was like, yeah, man, there's some bluegrass stuff on here. There's, like, some rock stuff. And he had mentioned, like, we're, we're kind of still, like, getting in the groove of figuring out that sound that we want to go mm-hmm. with. So yeah, I'm kind of interested to hear if you guys are still on that path, what you think. Kind of. It's strange. I mean, yeah, I we're don't know. still I, so uh You'd probably always be on that path. Yeah. You know? Well, that's kind of cool because how it all started – you know, whenever we did start writing songs and book some gigs and stuff, we've never really talked about it much. It's just been like, okay, these are the songs you want to do. These are the songs I want to do. And we just go and jam on them. And then we're like, okay, cool. Let's go. Right. And that's kind of it. We don't really freak out about the way it sounds or we don't put as much thought into it other than just what comes naturally. That's probably best. When she's, you know, early on, she's obviously country, you know, and has a super deep bluegrass background and i grew up playing blues and like southern rock and stuff so then you know we'll go up to illinois and her and her dad will show me you know hundreds of bluegrass songs and then (laughs) she'll come to my house and we'll be playing and my dad will play a bunch of alma brothers yeah and she's hearing stuff she's never heard before and like deep cuts and i'm doing the same and then we're just pulling from it it's kind of odd i think that plays a lot into it my plan has changed since playing with her yeah for sure how so just different mindset of like licks, hearing other songs that I wouldn't hear otherwise, except for being in the car for seven hours every weekend with her. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, well, that's probably good. I mean, you guys are growing together, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah how long have you guys been together now? Um, I guess two years yeah, now. Yeah, about two years. Because yeah. it was like a year after Segway, or like soon after we graduated that uh, program, yeah. which is like eight months long. But yeah, I mean... It's true. Like there is some bluegrass influence, some outlaw, because I love outlaw country as well. Um, And I mean, we could go that direction, but it's just so fun to kind of just be like, this is like, this song is what it is. And it's hard to explain it, but that's like the beauty of it, I guess. Right. And I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, to still. answer your question, I guess we kind of beat around the bush on that question. No, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I guess talk the about answer it. is we don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah. but, to me, um, there, there's a lot of things that's like Fleetwood Mac-ish right. that I like. Yeah. It's kind of rock, folky, female, male vocals, uh, you know, like a bunch of layers. But then it'll be a little more bluegrass or then it'll be a little more rock, playing a lot of slide on some of that stuff. Um, and then... Riley's got the, you know, the harms and the different, you know, singing and stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. It's different. Yeah. Was, uh, I think. how would you, gra- I'm interested and I just thought of this, but how would you guys describe your, fir- your first year as a band? Like complete <laughs> honesty. Oh. <laughs> I think, I th- <laughs> you know, it's like, I've tried to talk to a lot of people about this, you know, in between the gigging and all, it's like after the Segway thing ended, and then it was legit my first time on my own, out of school, living out here by myself. Just like figuring out how to live through playing music. Yeah. It could have been anything. Right. You know, like not giving myself enough credit, like architecture. I'm not saying I would ever do that. But it could have been that or I could have been a cook or yeah. a you know, mechanic or something. Just figuring out how to make your money, how to pay for things, how much shit costs. Because right. everything's expensive. Everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I def, like for us, it's been, you know, just learning individuals and you know certain circumstances and 
every situation is different, I feel like, you know, and that kind of goes back to the the part of like living in Nashville. I think I was telling Will Kenzel this the other day. I was just like, man, I feel like since I've moved here, like no day has been the same. Like it never feels the same. I just wake up and so much stuff is different. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm probably probably dipping my hands in too many pots, but that's probably the problem too. But You're a yeah. jack of all trades. No, no, not not that. It's <laughs> it's more of just like a you know, I don't know, it's an exciting thing. Like when you you, mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want. You can go listen to music, you can go do something different, you can go jam, you can go write, you can do anything with music cuz so many people here are doing the same thing. It's like right. you can do go learn whatever you want to learn. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure somebody out there is willing to It's amazing to have the opportunity, like you're saying, to to go any night that you want. Right. Um for a while, like when I first moved here, I was like a little bit stressed by it because I was like, oh, holy shit, like there's literally something every night or like someone I know every single night and then you kind of are like trying to assess it like, okay, I'm going to go out on Tuesday, but like I don't (laughs) want to drink on a Tuesday. I don't know, like just thinking It never goes that way. (laughs) Yeah, because in in your hometown or at least where I'm from, it's like everyone goes to the small town bar on Friday night and... That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is totally fine. It's an easy decision. Yeah. But like everyone kind of knows like the the plan or whatever. The vibe, what's going on. Yeah. So is you guys like creative process? Do you guys um, like, I'd honestly say, I'm just using this as an example, but for like me and Brandon, like when we're writing together, he'll mainly write or one person will do the melody and vice versa. Do you guys kind of do things different? Do y'all like do the same thing or do you bring like one person? It's just different every occasion. Cause that's kind of the same way too. I mean, I think, I think, uh, there's like certain things that happen in a right where, you know, early on it's going to be like, this is going to be worth spending three hours to try to get where it's like, let's just move on. (laughs) And we're both pretty upfront about that. I mean, I think, do you guys go back to ideas ever? Like Um, sometimes, but not really. I feel like I never do, bro. (laughs) I'm like, man, if it didn't happen, it ain't happening. (laughs) I know. It's hard to get inspired by it. again. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. To be in that little muse moment. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think it's been, you know, there's, there's different times where I have a riff and, I show it to Riley and she's like, oh, I've got an idea for that already or something that she's already been working on and we kind of just roll with it. Or, you know, vice versa, I'll show up and she's like, i got something to show you. And you can kind of tell by whichever mood we're in, if I'm showing her something and I'm pumped about it, she's typically pumped about it or the other way around. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's essentially it. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, clearly you have all the riffs and the licks and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, I don't on really now. bring that into no, the I right. Mean, I, sometimes I have to write riffs, though, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. She'll have half of a song done. Yeah. But that's kind of the fun part, right. too, because then I get to kind of be original and saying, well, let's build something around what you already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That is the fun part. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. try to, like, set a side time each week to write? Are you pretty religious about that, or is it just kind of sporadic? We've we been pretty good about it. Yeah, I mean... These, lately. Yeah, yeah lately. That, I think that's it. We're trying to make a point of it, uh, especially after the holiday. Yeah. You know, trying to jump back into it, but... I feel that's... Yeah. That's one of the things that's like, especially early on in a band, 
like when you're trying to do everything, like the business bullshit and then everything else. <laughs> yeah. You're like, when do we find time to write and stuff? I know. Yeah. It's, I mean, we don't even tour that much, but when we do play, we're always like, yeah, let's work on that idea like Saturday before the show. And then we you know, just yeah. don't. Let's it's just tough. get some wings instead. <laughs> yeah. Get some beers and hang out. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> So, you know, what's what's one of like the biggest challenges you feel that newer acts face, uh, you know, in today's music world? You know, it's it's an ever changing world, and Baloo is making all kinds of ruckus. But like, <laughs> I love it. What is you know? I mean, there's so many things because like you got to keep your social media going, you got to like do all these things. But what's like one of the bigger challenges that you guys feel like you have faced? You think? Um. I think being authentic, like, is, is a huge thing for me. Um, just especially, like, from a woman's perspective, because um, I have my heroes and stuff, but I love the fact that what we're doing seems original, even though we can't really describe what it is. Um, but, you know, some some girls my age are, are playing these shows and um, going by like their first and middle name and like bringing big banners of themselves and like just like the things like that, um, you know, and that's cool. That's that's working for them. But I can just never see myself like in that. Yeah. And I struggle a lot with what to post and when and like for Dude. myself and for the duo, it's like what's you know, what is important? Like, I, I don't even know what's important anymore. I sometimes. feel like that's so hard. I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy you said that because yeah. I, I feel the same way all the time. I mean, it's like, why do, why do we think so much about it? You know, why? Well, that goes back to the whole, like, it's so easy to talk shit about somebody else or say something. Right. That's, that's just like some kind of insecurity, I guess. Sure. For like yourself. Sure. So whenever you start giving people credit, and you kind of get in that rhythm, then you can think, well, you know what? I've got a thing. Yeah. Or like, this yeah. this could be the thing that I can do. Right. Or whatever. And that's what we're kind of falling into. Like, it was a joke for a while. I was called the slide guy. Well, you know, you can do like minimal stuff on the slide and a lot of people can't. Yeah. Like, if you just kind of keep it low key and play the part, then that can be your thing. Right. You know, if if we play rock music and you have a bluegrass vocal on it, that's cool. That's man. pretty cool. That's our thing. Yeah. Like, and she can do rock too. It doesn't matter, you know. Why not be original? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's the name of the game. Like she's saying, be authentic. Yeah. Yeah. And we're lucky, you know, I think I think there's a lot of uh our relationship like getting along and being buddies and stuff really has a lot of credit due to our families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her family's yeah, super cool. My family's cool. They, you know, we grew up in the same type of atmosphere with the same type of morals and just kind of, you know, upbringing. And that's been really nice because both of our families support us to the max. Yeah. And they, they help us out whenever we're around. They help us out when we're not around. Yeah. You know, um, but that's and, you know, that's given us the comfort to write songs about what we know and just about how the way we were raised, you know. Yeah. Are you guys yeah. familiar with this guy? Uh, Gary V, Gary mm-hmm. Vaynerchuk, he's no uh he's um he's an entrepreneur like a bi- big business guy, uh, but he's also like turned into this motiv- motivational speaker now, and um, you should check him out. He's on like Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. But he 
I'll purposely like listen to some of his talks because he says the same thing over and over again. He's very repetitive, but it's really like blunt and honest and really simple. Like he's always (laughs) talking about, you know, people that are trying to impress other people or posting things on social media, trying to like create this image of who they are. And he's like, you guys, the people that are doing that are more worried about what other people think than actually just doing the thing, you know? Well, that's what I'm so, that's exactly my point. That's what I'm so worried about is because I don't, I see that and I so don't want to be perceived that way that I'm like, I don't want to be fake. So I'm not even being real right at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to come off like this. Yeah. So then I'm questioning every single thing that I post or like deleting some things that I posted I'm like oh my gosh like you know I think it's a fine line to walk too because (laughs) as creators and entertainers artists all the above like to stand out I feel personally in today's world obviously you gotta have good art like that's number one but you have to have like a brand image too and that's for any business like you could talk about you know the deli down the street or something and they have to have a brand um, and that's something I've kind of talked about to a couple people on this podcast, but what do you guys feel about brands? I mean, do you, cause that's one of the things it's like, you can, you can say like, uh, you know, instead of thinking that you're being fake, you're like, well, this is our brand, you know, this is who we are. This is what our music's about. And it's so hard. I feel like for me personally to be like, what the f- is that? You know? I know. Yeah, it is hard. I think, I know. you know, I think there's, I don't know. Uh, I can't answer that question cause I'm not there, I yeah. guess, but. I think a lot of the people that I look up to and respect, uh, they do have a brand, but it wasn't something they necessarily created. They created it with their music, and then the brand kind of built itself. Right. You know what I mean? Well, And that's kind of, to me, that's ideal. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think, like, Tyler Childers is kind of that way. I mm-hmm. mean, he was just a country boy. I mean, Riley's got plenty of stories about hearing him play by himself and, like, Carhartt overalls and just being a crazy dude and right. then he hasn't changed he doesn't he care he's doing the he thing he has never cared everybody <laughs> loves him right and respect to him now he's got that yeah. brand right kind of was just built around him writing good songs yeah you know? i agree i think that we just are gonna have to approach it like that because you and i are not those like we're just not the people that are gonna force well people come to our show that. so they can look at me dude i'm a looker <laughs> well i guess i'm saying like um <clears throat> just so think, you guys think know. of like the grateful dead and how they have like certain like little ending like logos or something right like that ties like yeah. to them like the bears or yeah. like the skull or something like that for sure mm-hmm. you know i guess something just talking about symbols like that not necessarily like changing who you are as a person yeah but something that yeah it's it's a weird thing i mean you know, it social media, the internet's just fucking weird, man. And I, <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of like a you have to have it, yeah, kind of. I mean, you do, but I don't know. I've got mixed feelings. I'm I'm on it a lot. Yeah, it's hard to talk crap about it, but I I know I agree that it's like a problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess I don't have to be so pessimistic about it. Well, um. Going back to that question you asked about the first, oh, bless you, Baloo, um, the first year as a band. So we didn't even start playing with the guys until, I don't know, this past year or so, because we just focused on 
playing the shows and we're still learning about each other and stuff. But I think I don't have like a specific word for it, but I was just kind of just thinking on it these last few minutes. Yeah. Um, but just like learning each other and like, because you spend so much time with each other. So, um, that was the biggest thing is just getting to know each other and kind of, if we were like on the same page with our goals and like how we wanted to approach the goals and like what I could be doing and what he could be doing. Yeah. Um, it just takes a lot of time right, to figure that out, I think. But, and that's probably something that never ends. I mean, as long as yeah. you're, yeah, you know, doing this, you're going to constantly be trying to figure out ways to, you know, better and do what's best for you guys, you know? Right. I think it comes down to, um, for he and I, um, in Segway, we had both had quite a bit of experience in the past with um, just playing live. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of came in handy because when we did start to play, we had fun with it. Like, no one was overthinking it. I wasn't like, why did you miss that note? You yeah. know, like, we are just <laughs> not like that. Yeah. Um, and not saying that people are, but that was a huge huge thing yeah i think think. you just know like she she gets it she plays i get it and if she makes a mistake she's human right it doesn't happen often yeah and i kind of look at it the same way um just play the best show we can and go to the next one yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's as simple as that baby it is man it's it's a it's the thing Uh, what is uh you guys like have any side hobbies? I know Damon's into like smoking Gouda cheese and stuff, but <laughs> I wasn't sure where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've gotten back into sports, man. I didn't, I didn't watch any sports really in college. Yeah, and I loved sports growing up. I played them. My brother was super athletic. My dad was like little league coach. You know, and Phil. I, I, yeah. I wish I would have seen Phil in. Oh like, man, in I've, those got days. Of, I've got some. I got a great picture of him in some uh, like short denim shorts oh, and man. like a Mets shirt tucked in. Straight Daisy Duke. <laughs> yeah, it. dude. Did he still have the stash then? Oh yeah. Has he ever not? He's not had the stash. Oh. Before and it's weird. <laughs> and you're like, don't. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do that. Don't I've, do gotten, that. I've gotten into sports again, and yeah. I'm, I'm cool with it. In college, it was just all music and partying. Yeah. That was like priority number one and right. two in different orders. Right. But, um. Yeah, sports are dope. I like cooking. I'm not the best <sighs> at it, but I like cooking. Cooking's where it's at, man. <laughs> does Ron, uh Does Ron, Does Lily do most of the cooking at home? Uh, she's doing more. She didn't really know how to cook. Yeah. Um, and that's not really her fault. I mean, she yeah. just didn't really grow up cooking. So right. yeah. we've kind of just been, you know, I mean, I've taught her a little bit of stuff, but she's kind of just figuring it out on her own. She makes a hell of a pumpkin pie, dude. Ooh, Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> figured out the crock pot, you know. Man, it's that, uh, funny you say that about cooking because Amanda's mom, her dad tells a story all the time about uh, when they first got married. And Mina, which is her name, she would, um, she would, she, the first night they, you know, you know, whatever she was cooking dinner and she made like pork chops or something like that. And he was like, oh man, this is really good. Thank you. And then the next night she comes in with pork chops and she eats like, this is good. Thanks. And then the next night he was like, wait a second. <laughs> Do you know how to cook anything else? <laughs> oh my God. No, seriously. That's how my mom was. She always yeah. jokes about that. I think they had like tacos for like seven or eight days. My dad was like, okay. Uh-huh. Oh. 
she learned but my uh dad's mom was like amazing like an amazing cook yeah like living on the farm and stuff so i think my mom was like not gonna <laughs> really live up to that probably uh, but did y'all cook a lot in college oh yeah dude yeah i didn't really i was all. terrible dude, I, cooking, I tried cooking's yeah. played a big part in my life for really no reason yeah i guess i mean you gotta eat obviously but you know i lived at catawba college in salisbury with uh, my buddy R.J. Thornton and Jonathan Parker, Shout out. who are musicians too. Um, and man, every Friday we would have like a show at school. We would play and then we would either grill something. My dad bought us a grill. He was like, dude, I'm going to get you a grill. And now I realize he was just keeping us out of town <laughs> yeah. for the weekend because we could grill on our own instead of him cooking for us. But we would cook anything, man. And we would mess up a lot yeah. and then we would kill it a lot. Yeah. And we just had fun. That's what it's Either, all about. It was cheaper than going out. Right. So we could just have our own party. And it's it cool to experiment cheaper. too, you know. But even coming out here, you know, like you meet some good buddies and stuff and we still get together and like hang out and cook and it doesn't have to be music. Right. You yeah. Know, which is cool too. Yeah. I mean, we, we do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I remember when I was about that age, it was, uh. I was like, I had a couple friends that were older that I always hung out with, and I would always go over to their place, and they were they were constantly just cooking up fire, man. And I was like, oh gosh, and I would try to be like, what are you doing? What are you doing over here? You know, and then I'd take it home and burn the shit out of it and try to figure it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm cooking more now. Yeah, Jeremiah actually is a good. He's cook. He's a good cook. Yeah, yeah. I've had it's kind of shocking, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he, he's like the <laughs> most kidding, interesting babe. man in the world, dude. Yeah, he's a We've become pretty good buddies. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. got you guys meal prep a lot because y'all are bigger in the gym, right? I mean, that's yeah. what he does. Isn't yeah. It? So he's a, a full time trainer, and then also teaches weightlifting, and also does CrossFit every day himself. Um, but no, like we do not meal prep. Yeah. I wish we did, but um, me too. I don't know. We it just, just doesn't taste the same. I know. We just agree, get sick dude. of it. We Can't we both get it, sick man. of it. Yeah. Like there was one night that we made like grilled chicken and broccoli and we both looked at each other and he was like, I want to die. And so we just like <laughs> threw it away. I swear to God. And then we were like, let's go get Mexican or something. You know, like <laughs> I think that's just how we are. But yeah, so I like to work to out too. And then it's yeah. like you eat bad and then I'm like, eh. <laughs> I try. Yeah. It's so hard, man. Especially like if you got like these go to spots around the house and. Well, see, that's a benefit of living here. Like back home, there might be three or four <laughs> awesome places. Maybe Buffalo for Wild me, Wings. man. And you gotta, <laughs> yeah, I got to drive a bit uh-huh. to get to that. You, know? you got to rotate them, too. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, know, you, you want to go on a hot date? To, oh, we're going to Logan's tonight? Yeah. Okay. Like, no, we're spending kidding. that money. But <laughs> you, can, you can go somewhere in town for anywhere between $6 or $200. It doesn't right. matter. Right. But you're, Where's you're your go to place? Actually, I think I know it. My go to place? your town hall. I've got a bunch of go-tos. Okay. Where's that? Butcher, Butcher Town is our favorite, though. What is that? Dude, if I'm trying to sweet-talk Lily, I take her to Butcher Town. <laughs> That's Jordan the, would love it there. What yeah, do, dude. What do they cook? It's in Germantown. They yeah. cook all grades of meat, man. Oh, dude, it's, Is it like a fancy schmancy? Like, <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you, you could cash? You yeah. can make it fancy, but I think it's pretty laid back. Okay. okay. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not really pricey. I mean, you get good stuff, yeah. so you're going to pay for that. How but. many dollar signs are we talking? <laughs> Probably two. I would okay. say two. Damn, you okay. Know? Give I us mean, a Yelp review. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I, that's, it is one of my Yelp. favorite places. One of my favorite places, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. What's your go-to meal on that menu? Dude, Lily and I get a pound of brisket, oh. uh, and then we get two sides, and typically it's sweet potato hash and 
fried Brussels sprouts. Shut the front door. Dude. And then, you know, like, they'll, have, fart. they'll have some <laughs> kind of... Sounds a, so heavy, bro. I'd be like... Bro, it is heavy, dog. Take me down. Take <laughs> me <laughs> down. But you Take said it wasn't down. that pricey for, like, for really that, that and for bad. some drinks. You yeah. Know? T- you know, $2 like, we, we, could, I mean, we could drink... <laughs> We could have some drinks. Can, we can I have can brisket and some sides. I mean, I could get out of there for 45 or 50 bucks. For two people? That's really not that bad. I mean, I that's like know. a Literally, date. We that's spend about that. two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> but you can spend $150 if you right. want. You know. have you guys, right. That's what scares me. Have you guys been to uh, Modenales? Oh, Modenales, dude. Have I been yeah. to Modenales? Oh, oh my God. God. Is it good? Yes. Oh, dude. It's, the it's mate, really it's the good. When I did my first... Uh, record my some of my family came down and then of course it was like friday night and i had just gotten done in the studio that morning and so i like get to the hotel and everyone's like yeah like we all go to dinner and we all got just like super drunk and that's where we went the next morning so that's oh. like my first memory of monel's but you know Dude. being hung over so you, makes it so you had the breakfast better it was like everything okay like they still pass the chicken and oh. the yeah, green beans and the potatoes think. and but that dinner though I think they dinner, still had though. chicken. Yeah. With biscuits awesome. and everything. Yeah. Because I, I know on their dinner or like lunch menus, it's based on per day, I think. Like, mm-hmm. so each day they'll have something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just go and, you know, like, they bring everything out. I can't think of What's your go to? Hmm. I guess it depends on the occasion. I really love Chago's Cantina. That place Chagos. is lit. Yeah. That's like my favorite little place i can um, name off 10 places right now just for sure for sure we go to burger up a lot yeah i haven't had yeah. a, i've had pharmacy i heard burger mm. up's pretty yeah, good yeah burger pharmacy. up is <laughs> great just what the doctor <laughs> ordered Dude, i tell you what the best burger in town though is gabby's gabby's you ever been to gabby's never been to Dude, gabby's you ain't eat yeah <laughs> you ain't eat you ain't you eat, ain't burger, eat. <laughs> you, you ain't eat dog. i know jeremiah <laughs> jeremiah would love to go to gabby's with me we need to make that happen okay he loves burgers he has yeah. decided that he wants to be the guy that travels and eats and has his own show. I don't blame him. So, dude, maybe I'll just like buy a camera and follow y'all around. Shit. To play dude, this that sounds like the done, job dude. right there. I know, right? What's that guy? Uh, Action Bronson, and then also oh, yeah, who's RJ's the other guy? Into those. Who's the guy that RJ's got about. the book of? He's yeah. got his book. What's his name? I, I can't don't remember, know, dude. Just yeah. another one of them dudes. They're just always going around smoking weed and eating, and I'm just like, oh. He makes some good looking <laughs> stuff. Yeah, dang, he. He talks about that guy all the time. I don't know his name. Yeah. At You Know I Drum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the plug. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say, like, uh, definitely if I'm doing barbecue, I'm going to Morton's. Morton's. Or Morton's? I've never, I've not had that. Oh, I have not had that either. Oh, son. <laughs> son. Have you had, uh, um, sounds good. Fun. Have you had the, what's the place over here? The fire, honey fire? Honey fire, yeah. yeah. I have. It's pretty good. It is good. It's pretty good. Yeah, we've only been there a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Martin's Martin's is good, man. Any anytime I've gone to Martin's, it's always been good. I've had the wings. I've I've, I've explored that menu thoroughly. Do you <laughs> like Edley's or no? I do like Edley's. Okay. Um, that was actually one of the first like barbecue places that somebody took me to here. Mm-hmm. And the jalapeno cornbread. Shout out to Edley's. <laughs> Let me get that sponsor, baby. And <laughs> their pulled chicken, man. That Alabama white sauce. I have yet to have Alabama white sauce. I've what? never had it. Dude. I've never oh, had it. Oh man, I made some for the first time uh, a couple weekends ago. I, I smoked some some chicken. Mm-hmm. And we had some. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, so sounds really good. What's the weirdest thing that you guys can recall has happened to you while playing a show? <laughs> Instantly, I feel like we both. Somewhere. Yeah, we both thought of the same thing. Did y'all talk about this? I'm gonna let on, Damon uh, tell it. On 
on Jeremiah's podcast? I feel like I may. We could have. Yeah, I feel we like I, y'all may have really talked not. something. About I will say we've it. been lucky. We've we've played some super awesome things yeah. that have not been weird. We have played some really weird ones. I'm, I'm just talking about that that, like, that guy that just comes up and just says like most of the off the wall shit or something. Oh, like. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens all the time. That really doesn't bother me as much. It's not uh, necessarily a bother. It's more of like that's funny. It's just like come shit. on, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're both kind of just like I don't know. We just yeah. don't really. Surely, I think the, hard, the hardest thing that we have, I think, <laughs> that typically makes it awkward or n- not, depending on how the person reacts, is we're not a couple. Yeah. Like, we're just yeah. buddies. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And people are freaked out by that. They're it's like, like, what? like, I can't have a fucking chick that's a friend. You mean you, you know like, what I mean? Get in the car and travel miles with her and, yeah. and him? Yeah, and, I think there's something strange about the public that just like <laughs> wants that to be the way it is. They just hey. do. It's like when you see a movie and there's like two co-stars, you're like, right. I really wish that they would get married. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> you know, like, why is that a thing that people like yeah. think? But like, it just is. And like, right. we're used to it at this point. But it, it's probably a chemistry thing. Like how we went back to the creative process of like things just clicking because it's just an assumption. When probably you, when you get there. on that level yeah. of friendship and and like it's just natural, then yeah. I think psychologically outsiders are like, oh, you think they would be together or something. Yeah. Well, are we going to talk a, about the weirdest? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> is like, it, oh. the, is it, the, it one of the acoustic shows in Illinois? We were at a place and. Uh, <laughs> I think we're on the same page here. Yeah, I, th- I think they're... So I was standing at the bar, and this chick walked up to me and like kind of like touched my arm a little weird, and that doesn't normally happen at our shows, or to me ever, to be honest with <laughs> like you. Like a little friendly. So, like, yeah. And like, hey, and, hey. Well, I've got a <laughs> like girlfriend, that, you know. You know I I'm doing my thing always anyway, but I was kind of like, you know, this is weird. Just say hey and get away. Is that all she said was hey? No, I mean she, she just sat there you. and she kind of touched me and just like yeah, I was like that's weird. She just looked at and you. And then she stopped and then she tried talking to me and then walked away and then she went back to be with like a guy. Yeah. And I was like that's super weird, right. dude. And then this guy comes up. Okay. And is like touches you. I want he like kind of like grabs my arm too. Okay. Not like grab it. The but, other arm. And he said, uh, <laughs> "Man, let's do a song. Like, do, how about some of these songs?" And I was like, "I don't know, dude." You know, we don't typically do the request thing, especially if you're being like forward about yeah, it. Yeah, like right? over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, no, we're going to do this. And then they just kept talking <laughs> and like <laughs> the show was, I mean, there wasn't a bunch of people there. And then it got to the point where I was like, Riley, I'm going to go down in one of our breaks and just play this acoustic song, not even in the microphone, just like for this dude. <laughs> just at his table. Get it over with. Seriously, it was at yeah. the front table. I walked up I to the table. I swear to God, there was 10 of us this, sitting around in a circle. This guy like starts singing and that chick walks up and like puts her hand on him. And then he like grabs the back of my neck. I'm playing Simple Man, <laughs> dude. And He's this re- guy like embraces <laughs> me and he starts dying. singing. He's got horrible breath. And I'm like... <sighs> He's ready for the high note. These, He's got dad breath. These two are swingers. <laughs> okay. Dude. Yeah. And I it okay. just clicked. And I right. was like, You're like, wait. And you're in too deep at this okay, point. So and they were super weird, dude. Here's the thing is that at this point, Damon is not communicating to me that he has discovered that they're swingers. Well, I can't get away from them. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, we took our first break and she was following, she followed me to the bathroom. Yes. So we're both experiencing this at separate times. Like yes. we didn't even talk about it. So she follows me. I like am in the stall and I hear the door go, and I'm like, um, hello. And so I kind of like peek out and she was like, Hey, 
and then just like shut the door and I was like okay like she's not going to the bathroom she's just waiting for me so I wash my hands and I walk out and she starts like playing with my hair like oh, from the back she was no, like here no, no. Dude, it's weird man it was here, a weird let me fix thing. this whatever I probably left and stuff out. <laughs> she goes is he your boyfriend I said no and she's like oh well okay and it was like she was like taking notes dude yeah it was odd about it it was so strange and then we got in his car and we were like let's gtfo like yeah, right now we're rolling hard i have never Squealed seen damon like so outy in yeah. my entire life dude was that in a town like was that your first time playing this town or no no unfortunately y'all, y'all regulars there i wouldn't say regulars but yeah you don't, have, like you don't have to say where it's at third anything, or fourth time or yeah, something yeah. but Man. And that's the only weird thing that's ever really happened at that place. So it just a freak thing. <laughs> but yeah, and it was a little frustrating though because sometimes you can get into those spaces where like so and so has booked you but they don't really like work for the place or they're not the owner uh, or something. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of come in and we do our thing assuming that everyone knows like who we are and what we do. Right. Well, that wasn't the case. They were like they kind of want something different from you or we want you to play longer or whatever. So they were kind of like, I don't know, a little angsty with us, but not even realizing like what we were dealing with. I wanted to be like, these people are like harassing us and we just want to like go home at this point, (laughs) you know, but that's just the kind of the stuff, I guess. Yeah. Speaking of booking, I mean, that's, that's a whole nother beast right there. Booking sucks. Dude. Like, and I know you're talking about being positive, bro, and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not going to be p- <laughs> pessimistic or talk bad about anybody. It's just the reality of the game. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's just frustrating, man. I feel that, uh, and this doesn't go for everybody, obviously, but I feel like some individuals are just nasty, nasty about mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. You know, it, it, like, I, th- I was going to ask you guys this because I don't know if you think about this, but um, not like think about it, but. If you looked at it on the scale, there's like obviously acts that are starting out. There's, you know, that next level where it's like, okay, you're getting, you've got like several thousand people that you can travel around. And maybe in this city, you've got a couple hundred or a little hundred and this and that. And then you've got like the sustainability, you know, maybe like the Marcus Kings and stuff like that. And then you've got like superstar and I feel like when you're in that starter phase, like nobody takes you fucking serious at all. No, yeah. never. Yeah. Hardly ever. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, and that goes back to the whole, like, could we make it happen at home? Right. I could move home and I could gig every weekend and I could make a lot of money. Right. I could make way more money than I've made out here. Absolutely. Easily. But it would probably be a lot of the same types of places and it would be just monotonous. But then again... When I try to book a tour, I book a lot of the same places anyway. Yeah. You know? Right. And it's like, I don't really know what else to do. Well, you want to build that relationship. Yeah. But then you want, okay, well, we need a bigger gig. We got a band. Yeah. Well, people from back home are playing all the time back home, and they're getting booked. People don't know who I am now back home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, this sucks. Yeah. What do I do now? It's a (laughs) double-edged sword. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you guys, um, I think I had asked y'all both this a while back when I was looking into doing something else but i was talking about trying to like play new areas and maybe reaching out to other local bands there do you guys ever try to do that i've tried doing that recently with some other carolina bands in like places we haven't played 
Sometimes yeah. I feel like that's about the same as reaching out to the damn venue. Sometimes you know yeah. it's. I hope yeah. it's. It, I'm kind of just now trying that. Yeah. But right. Like it's not something we've uh, really focused on. Yeah. Before, but. But I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, if nothing else is working. Yeah. You know. I mean, I've met a lot of cool people that I think are super talented. I, I we feel could play like with. there's a lot to benefit from that if you can build a relationship with somebody that's in the local scene, you know, often and doing their thing and drawing a crowd. It's just that initial meeting and gaining respect of that individual because your state's away and you're just looking at an email and yeah. somebody's EPK or something. And then you're like, you know, from their point of view, which is understandable, they're like, well, how the hell do I even know if these you know cats are good or right you yeah. know i mean yep that's it's frustrating but you know that's the name of the game just gotta keep going yeah just keep grinding well dude thank y'all so much for coming on thank I hope you for had a good having time. us yeah Yay. thanks man talk to you later it's been fun